Good morning and welcome to this morning podcast on Saturday, the 19th of February. We're getting our way through this blowy month and we've got Gillian and Scott and this is a podcast for the morning prayer. Notices? Girls? What have we got? Uh, we have an eight o'clock on Sunday, which is BCP, and then at 10 o'clock, which is now is 10 o'clock Ollie's worship, worship, it is for, worship all. for all, yes. Um, and then there, I think there is also free to be. I think I read that somewhere as well. I know the notice email has gone out to people, it's yet to go up on the website, but it should be up there quite soon. So that's what's happening there. And other than that, there is Deanery Compline at um, nine o'clock every night. I'm just checking to see if there's anything else. Lent the Lent courses need to go up on the website they as do. well. They do, they do. Um, but there is a huge amount of choice for Lent courses. Um, if you receive an email from Martin, that has the information about the Lent groups. If you don't, I imagine it'll be on the website probably in the next day or so. Yeah, um, but just very briefly, there is a deanery group, which is the Rhythm of Life. That's going to be on Zoom. Uh, Scott and Steve Jackson are looking after that. There is a USPG Lent course called Living Stones and Living Hope. That's a really good one as well. Martin's taking that on Tuesday afternoons with Zoom available. Uh, that's looking at the Lambeth Conference readings. Um, I think it's on Peter. Then there's a film group. And then there is a book group uh, discussing Bishop John's book. And that's Camilla who's running that over at Melsonby. So there is plenty to think about and decide about what you might fancy doing. Um, as I say, the pew sheet backs up what I have actually said, which is 8, 10, and then free to be at half past six. Okay. Okay. We're so, good to go. Dangerously, Book of Proverbs. A nagging wife is like a dripping tap. And, and your point, my friend. A good wife who can find. Mm. Put those together. Could you be a nagging wife tomorrow and make sure I put it on the website? That really must go on the website before Sunday. Has to be one of the most bizarre things we've ever. There's said. a left-handed compliment somewhere in there, or maybe not. Okay, morning prayer for Saturday, the nineteenth of February. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Blessed are you, Sovereign God, Creator of all. You be glory and praise for ever. You founded the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the work of your hands. In the fullness of time, you made us in your image. And in these last days, you have spoken to us in your Son, Jesus Christ, the Word made flesh. As we rejoice in the gift of your presence among us, let the light of your love always shine in our hearts. Your Spirit ever renew our lives and your praises ever be on our lips. Blessed be God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. O God, you are my God. Eagerly I seek you. My soul is athirst for you. My flesh also faints for you, as in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So would I gaze upon you in your holy place, 
that I might behold your power and your glory. Your loving kindness is better than life itself, and so my lips shall praise you. I will bless you as long as I live, and I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you upon my bed, and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my helper, and under the shadow of your wings will I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand shall hold me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Night is past. The day lies open before us. We pray with one heart and mind. We rejoice in the gift of this new day. So may the light of your holy presence set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. I'd love to say that was a dramatic pause, but I scrolled too fast. I'm so sorry. And I couldn't remember the words. It's not as if we've never seen it before. The past and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and one mind. I'm disappointed, actually. At Cranmer this week and next week, it is BCP week. We should be doing this in BCP. Oh, there's going to be emails. (laughs) Yes, our hordes of listeners will complain. (laughs) Psalm 68. Sing to God. Sing praises to his name. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let those that hate him flee before him. As the smoke vanishes, so may they vanish away. As wax melts at the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad and rejoice before God. Let them make merry with gladness. Sing to God. Sing praises to his name. Exalt him who rides on the clouds. The Lord is his name. Rejoice before him. Father of the fatherless, defender of widows, God in his holy habitation. God gives the solitary a home. He brings forth prisoners to songs of welcome, but the rebellious inhabit a burning desert. O God, when you went forth from before your people, when you marched through the wilderness, the earth shook and the heavens dropped down rain at the presence of God, the Lord of Sinai, at the presence of God, the God of Israel. You sent down a gracious rain, O God. You refreshed your inheritance when it was weary. Your people came to dwell there. In your goodness, O God, you provide for the poor. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of women who bore the tidings. Kings and their armies, they flee, they flee, and women at home are dividing the spoil. Though you stayed among the sheepfolds, see and now see now a dove's wings covered with silver and its feathers with green gold. When the Almighty scattered the kings, it was like snowflakes falling on Salmon. You mighty mountain, great mountain of Bashan, you towering mountain, great mountain of Bashan. Why look with envy, you towering mountains, at the mount which God has desired for his dwelling, the place where the Lord will dwell forever. The chariots of God are twice ten thousand, even thousands upon thousands, 
The Lord is among them, the Lord of Sinai in holy power. You have gone up on high and led captivity captive. You have received tribute even from those who rebelled, that you may reign as Lord and God. Blessed be the Lord who bears our burdens day by day. For God is our salvation. God is for us the God of our salvation. God is the Lord who can deliver from death. God will smite the head of his enemies, the hairy scalp of those who walk in wickedness. The Lord has said from the heights of Bashan, from the depths of the sea will I bring them back. Till you dip your foot in blood, and the tongue of your dogs, dogs have a taste of your enemies. We see your solemn processions, O God, your processions into the sanctuary, my God and my King. The singers go before, the musicians follow after, in the midst of maidens playing on timbrels. In your companies, bless your God, bless the Lord, you that are of the fount of Israel. At the head there is Benjamin, least of the tribes, the princes of Judah in joyful company, the princes of Zebulun and Naphtali. Send forth your strength, O God. Establish, O God, what you have wrought in us. For your temple's sake in Jerusalem, kings shall bring their gifts to you. Drive back with your word, the wild beast of the reeds, the herd of the bull-like, the brutish hordes. Trample down those who lust after silver, scatter the peoples that delight in war. Vessels of bronze shall be brought from Egypt. Ethiopia will stretch out her hands to God. Sing to God, you kingdoms of the earth, make praise music in praise of the Lord. He rides on the ancient heaven of heavens and sends forth his voice, a mighty voice. Ascribe power to God, whose splendour is over Israel, whose power is above the clouds. How terrible is God in his holy sanctuary, the God of Israel, he who gives power and strength to his people. Blessed be God. Sing to God, sing praises to his name. Blessed are you, gracious God. You make your home among the weak. You deliver us from death. You bring us joy beyond our imagining. To the praise of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Carrying on through Genesis. So we've reached Genesis 29 1 to 30. We had Jacob and Esau. Esau was a hairy man. We had that during the week. What about Doug? <laughs> Goodness me. You didn't have a Doug in the Psalm. And it, hairy scalps. I think it was meant to be a dog. It was dog, yes. Dog, sorry. <clears throat> he's suffering. He's got a chest infection. It's but he's going, it's going, it's it's going. <clears throat> We're getting better. Super. Then Jacob went on his journey and came to the land of the people of the east. As he looked, he saw a well in the field and three flocks of sheep lying there beside it. For out of that well the flocks were watered. The stone on the well's mouth was large and when all the flocks were gathered there, the shepherds would roll the stone from the mouth of the well and the water of the sheep and put the stone back in its place on the mouth of the well. Jacob said to them, My brothers, where do you come from? 
they said. We are from Haran. He said to them, Do you know Laban, the son of Nahor? They said, We do. He said to them, Is it well with them? Yes, they replied, and here is his daughter Rachel coming with the sheep. He said, Look, it is still broad daylight. It is not time for the animals to be gathered together. Water the sheep and go pasture them. But they said, We cannot until all the flocks are gathered together and the stone is rolled from the mouth of the well. Then we water the sheep. While he was still speaking with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she kept them. Now, when Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of his mother's brother Laban, and the sheep of his mother's brother Laban, Jacob went up and rolled the stone from the well's mouth and watered the flock of his mother's of his mother's brother Laban. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and wept aloud. And Jacob told Rachel that he was her father's kinsman and that he was Rebekah's son. And she ran and told her father. When Laban heard the news about his sister's son Jacob, he ran to meet him. He embraced him and kissed him and brought him to his house. Jacob told Laban all these things. And Laban said to him, Surely you are my bone and my flesh. And he stayed with him for a month. Then Laban said to Jacob, Because you are my kinsman, should you therefore serve me for nothing? Tell me, what shall your wages be? Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah's eyes were lovely, and Rachel was graceful and beautiful. Jacob loved Rachel, so he said, I will serve you seven years for your younger daughter, Rachel. Laban said, It is better that I give her to you than I should give her to any other man. Stay with me. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed to him but a few days because of the love he had for her. Then Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife that I may go into her, for my time is completed. So Laban gathered together all the people of the place and made a feast. But in the evening he took his daughter Leah and brought her to Jacob and he went into her. Laban gave his his maid Zilpah to his daughter Leah to be her maid. When morning came, it was Leah. And Jacob said to Laban, What is this you have done to me? Did I not serve with you for Rachel? Why then have you deceived me? Laban said, This is not done in our country, giving the younger before the firstborn. Complete the week of this one, and we will give you the other also in return for serving me for another seven years. Jacob did so and completed her week. Then Laban gave him his daughter Rachel as a wife. Laban gave his maid Bilhah to his daughter Rachel to be her maid. So Jacob went into Rachel also, and he loved Rachel more than Leah. He served Laban for another seven years. This is a very different world to us. It is. Thus says our God, I will comfort you, you shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her, says the Lord. Rejoice with her in joy, all you who mourn over her. That you may drink deeply with delight from her consoling breast. 
Thus says our God, you shall be nursed and carried on her arm. As a mother comforts her children, so I will comfort you. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. You shall flourish like the grass of the fields. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Thus says our God, I will comfort you. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. I'm reading from the second book of Timothy, chapter 3. You must understand this, that in the last days, distressing times will come. For people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, inhuman, implacable, slanderers, profligates, brutes, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to the outward form of godliness, but denying its power, I say to you, avoid them. For among them are those who make their way into households and captivate silly women, overwhelmed by their sins and swayed by all kinds of desire, who are always being instructed and can never arrive at a knowledge of the truth, as Janus and Jambres opposed Moses, so these people, of corrupt mind and counterfeit faith, also oppose the truth. But they will not make much progress, because, and in the case of these two men, their folly will become plain to everyone. Now you have observed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions, and my suffering the things that have happened to me in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra, what persecutions I endured. Yet the Lord rescued me from all of them. Indeed, all who want to live a godly life in Christ Jesus, they will be persecuted. But wicked people and impostors will go from bad to worse, deceiving others and being deceived. But as for you, you continue in what you have learned and firmly believed, knowing from you from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have known the sacred writings that are able to instruct you for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. So that everyone who belongs to God may be proficient, equipped for every good work. Wow. What a reading that is. I knew the last bit. Actually, you know, sometimes you read a piece of scripture and you think, I do not recognise that <laughs> at all. The last bit I do, but not the rest of it. That's from, what, what's that, 2 Timothy? 
That was 2 Timothy 3. Wow. I don't remember this big long list about the disobedient to their parents, <laughs> ungrateful, unholy, impeccable, etc. For among them are those who make their way into households and captivate silly women. Wow. Okay. I don't know which bit I'm more. <laughs> okay, so we move on. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Your salvation is near to those who fear you. That glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. That glory may dwell in our land. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Your salvation is near to those who fear you. That glory may dwell in our land. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenants. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. So we come to a time of prayer, so let's pray. We give thanks that we have been brought safely to the beginning of a new day. We give thanks that you have kept us safe. And we pray for all those who have been affected by the storms of the last couple of days. We think of those who have lost loved ones in Storm Eunice. We think of those whose properties have been damaged, those who are being waiting to be reconnected to electricity and power. And we give special thanks for those who are work or have worked through the night, those who have ploughed roads, those who have been up sorting cables and wiring. Pray for those getting trains in the right place to set off again. We pray for the logistics which are involved when such storms as this happen. Pray for those who are anxious, those who are nervous, those who are worried, those who are concerned. We pray for those who are cold, those who are waiting for things to come back to normal. Pray for those whose properties are at risk of flood, 
those who are anxious hearing about floods having been flooded themselves. We give thanks for all those who keep us safe, those who help us rebuild. We thank you for the unseen workers. Pray for all that we see on the news. Pray for countries of the world struggling with environment, with war, with famine, with a virus. We pray for Ukraine and Russia. We pray for the peacemakers. We pray for the, the government here and for her advisors. We pray for our Queen and her royal family. We give thanks for Prince Charles' recovery from COVID. Continue to pray for Camilla as she recovers too. We pray for all those who have COVID or are suffering from long COVID or illnesses relating to COVID at this time. We pray for the NHS who are trying to get back to some sense of normality. Pray for those who are waiting for treatment after a long wait. We pray for NHS staff and care home staff tired after the last two years. Pray for those who lead our NHS, those in our doctor's surgeries. We pray for those who look after us, those who seek to try and heal us. Remember the work of funeral directors, those in care homes. We pray for our schools and colleges and universities giving thanks for these ne this next week where many are on holiday. We pray for rest, for recuperation, for energy, for strength. We give thanks for time that people can have together. Pray for students who are revising and working hard. We pray for parents who are encouraging students to rest and to work. Pray for the shops and businesses today, those who are out in the market in windy weather. We give thanks for their dedication. We pray for their protection and safety. And we pray for the church services which will take place tomorrow across our deanery, across our country. Pray for those who will lead and preach and teach, those who will make music, those who will help worship to happen. And we pray that those who attend, whether online or on site, that they will feel nourished and fed by your word and your love. Pray for those who are poorly at this time. Those whose end is near. Those who have lost hope. Those who need your encouragement and your healing in whatever form that means. And we pray for those who care for them those who have no one to care for them. And we pray for those who mourn, those who mourn loved ones who have died recently or in the past. Be with us this day as we journey through the day. Keep us safe. Help us shine your light in dark places. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer.
Almighty God, who alone can bring order to the unruly wills and passions of sinful humanity, give your people grace, so to love what you command and to desire what you promise, that among the many changes of this world, our hearts may surely there be fixed where true joys are to be found. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Lord, bless us. The Lord, preserve us from all evil. The Lord, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.